ceasefire means there is no military solution, only a diplomatic and cultural solution. A relational solution, a reckoning with ourselves and our history. That is what ceasefire now means. Ah, that's right. The genius, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, genius, I say. Genius. It's a reckoning with ourselves and our own history. The subtitles read, kill the Jews, kill all the Jews, from the river to the sea. And she put her own subtitles on there. I found that to be kind of peculiar, didn't you? A little bit strange. Well, happy Tuesday to you and welcome. It looks like the, uh, the good guys will rally on the mall today. Those who support civilization itself will rally on the mall. And it looks like it's going to be a big one. I got just collecting anecdotal bits of evidence this morning. And everywhere, everywhere I look, every time I look up, I'm hearing another story of uh, a row of buses coming in on the Beltway. Uh, Michael Piercy coming in on the subway train today. The subway uh, before 8 a.m. There were people loaded up. This thing starts at 1 p.m. technically, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. And before 8 a.m., the uh, subway train coming into Washington, D.C., on which uh, Michael Piercy was. Uh, there were plenty of people uh, geared up for the rally that starts, how many? Let's say 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, five hours later, more than five hours later on the, on the subway train, plenty of people. Then uh, our friend and our colleague, uh, uh, Randy, Lefevre, he was. He's got a buddy coming in from Chicago, coming in Chicago uh, from Chicago for the rally. And uh, this morning, I saw a uh, television anchor, an anxious anchor, saying that there were busloads of people coming from where he lives in New Jersey, and uh, and the uh, Democrats here have called out the military. They've called out the National Guard, which they didn't do for January sixth. You may remember. And uh, they had the option. They were given the option by the Trump White House, but the Democrats chose not to, chose not to. And, of course, during the uh, the riots, the uh, Democrat Party riots with the looting and the arson and uh, torching the church of the presidents and, and uh, the evacuation of the president of the United States and the first family from the residents in the White House and the hundreds and hundreds of police officers injured, uh, they didn't call out the National Guard for any of that. went on for days Half of our city was plundered and uh, smashed out. It was the night of broken glass. They were warming up for their uh, next Kristallnacht phase, the uh, so-called Democratic Party. was. Remember, the Democratic Party isn't. The Democratic Party isn't. And uh, so the National Guard has been called up. They say for road closures and things like that, lots of uh, things. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, man. And we've got a lot of... A lot of other things to share with you, but that, uh, that's a big thing, and we're going we're gonna to keep our ear to the ground on that. It doesn't technically begin until after we're off the air. But there's plenty else to talk about because in Washington, D.C., in addition to the National Guard being called out because, you know, a lot of Jews gathering on the mall. Forget about Black Lives Matter looting, plundering, burning, sacking, bringing explosive devices, crates of frozen water bottles, uh, pallets of bricks, never mind all that stuff to throw at the police. No National Guard for any of that. That's because the Democrats hate the police. They're anti-police. And that's why all seasoned police officers practically are leaving this police force in Washington, D.C. and police forces all over the country. Uh, Speaking of which, you know, there was that I talked about it yesterday, the Secret Service opening fire 
under cover of darkness in Georgetown night before last, just before midnight, protecting the granddaughter of Joseph Robinette Biden. A lot of questions about that one. Open fire over a property crime. Well, they did shoot Ashley Babbitt on Capitol Hill for the alleged crime of trespassing, I guess, and killed her while unarmed after serving 12 years in the Air Force. But pay no attention to that. Uh, But the Secret Service, federal law enforcement, opening fire uh, on the streets of Georgetown night before last Sunday night, two minutes before midnight, because three Democrats were attempting to smash windows and break into a an unattended Secret Service vehicle. People keep calling it a carjacking attempt. It's not a carjacking attempt when there's nobody in the car. So uh, once again, you know, people use the words, but they don't always know what they mean. So we got that. But the Secret Service opening fire over a potential property crime, no one's life in danger, uh, something peculiar about that. That's that's odd, and we'll, uh, we'll uh, keep our eye on that one too, like Marty Feldman. But... Uh, but never mind that. So we've got uh, we've got a lot of a uh, lot of stuff and and oh yeah uh, uh, in in the Washington Post today it's hiding in the metro sectional in the metro sectional today the uh, mayor of Washington D.C. who's a left wing Democrat and very flaky uh, and she loves crime she loves murder she loves carjacking we think she may have invested in funeral homes and casket makers and ammunition manufacturers when she became mayor. Because everything that she's done since then could only benefit those three groups of people. But uh, she declared two different states of emergency yesterday. Emergency, emergency, come right away. The, um, the Democrats, they carjack a lot, right? And they, and they rob a lot and they, and they loot a lot and they shoot a lot of people, the Democrats, because they're not good neighbors, I think it would say. I think I would say, but uh, the metro sectional today, not to be confused with the A-sectional or the C-sectional, which is the cesarean sectional. D.C. to bolster youth detention. Oh, no, children in cages. Oh, no. What do you do? Expanding efforts to address crime. City plans more beds, comma, stricter monitoring. That's a crazy thing. And uh, then below that, also in the metro sectional, D.C. mayor declares opioid crisis emergency. We got two emergencies in one day. Just occurred to him. Maybe they should do to D.C. what they did to San Francisco overnight and clean it up and drag all of the junky miscreants, the mentally ill army off the street like they did in San Francisco to clean it up for a visit from the communist leader of China. They created a Potemkin village. I've discovered that a lot of people don't know anymore what a Potemkin village is. And uh, so I'll explain today. But the commies here in the United States, you know, the left here in the United States, they are they're getting close. You know, we're still a relatively prosperous society, but they're dragging us down. And in the meantime, they're becoming more and more Soviet like. So we have a D.C. ball used to youth detention, another emergency and uh, because of the youths committing crimes. Also, as you see yesterday, not in D.C., but in Montgomery County. In Montgomery County, uh, Maryland, they arrested, what, 11, 11 uh, Utes in Montgomery County for, uh, is it car thefts? I believe it's car thefts in Montgomery County because, you know, what would that be a big deal? 11 juveniles arrested in Montgomery County yesterday for stealing 11 cars. They wanted to have uh, each have their own car, I guess. 
So 11 Utes, and this is, you know, a tree-lined suburban county where rich white liberals live, and 11 juveniles, not adults, arrested, uh, not suspected, in Montgomery County in one day yesterday for stealing cars. That's, uh, that's a pretty amazing story because when liberals get a hold of a place, they destroy it. They, they call themselves liberals, but they're not really liberals. Also, uh, in the hiding in the metro sectional, five people slain in three-day span, continuing surge of deadly violence. It's just uh, Washington, D.C., because Democrats, Democrats run the place, and they love murder and crime. If you elect more Democrats, you'll have more murder. Elect more Democrats, you'll have more carjacking. Elect more Democrats, you'll have more looting. You'll have more businesses closing. I have more businesses. uh, uh, The owner of two very successful restaurants in Washington, D.C., closing both his restaurants, firing everybody because the crime is so out of control and the district government is so out of control that they're leaving. And this is how you take a perfectly good first-world country and turn it into a no-good third-world country. And all you have to do is keep voting Democrat because... This is what they do everywhere in the world. So I got a little bit of that. Now, uh, let me also share with you this, because this is wackadoodle-doo. The Daily Wire and the great Luke Rosiak, who just does wonderful reporting. He's a real news reporter. That's why the New York Times won't hire him, because they're a propaganda outlet for the jihad and the left. But they've pretty much dovetailed these days, the jihad and the left. Who's more violent in the United States, the jihad or the left? Well, if we start on September 12th, 2001, which the left always loves to do when they talk about radical Islam, well, let's not count that. That would be prejudicial. But uh, the left, uh, so many cities burned and looted and and sacked and plundered by the left because St. George of Fentanyl, you know, he, uh, they love him, but they hate the police. The left is here. And they are our own jihad. They really are, aren't they? So there is in, uh, uh, this is an absolutely crazy story, also Montgomery County, where they arrested 11 juveniles for car theft yesterday. DEI teacher in Jewish area says Jews kill Palestinians to sell their organs. This is what she's teaching in school. She is a radical, an extremist, she should be deported even if she's an American. A DEI teacher, why is she teaching DEI in uh, Montgomery County schools? Well, where do you think the next generation of radical dementos are going to come from? A DEI teacher and team leader at the Montgomery County, Maryland Public Schools outside of Washington, D.C., has defended Hamas and pushed a frenzy of anti-Semitic conspiracy theories in recent weeks. Sabrina Khan Williams. That's a hyphenated last name, Sabrina Khan and uh, hyphenated Williams, is the team leader, diversity, equity, and inclusion teacher in the uh, World Series Department, uh, World, World Studies Department uh, at the uh, Tiden Middle School. She uh, contends in social uh, 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 media that uh, Hamas paragliding attack on a rave was a hoax. Never happened. She's a teacher. Debunked, she says. No music festival attack. Babies were not burned. Women were not violated. That's what she wrote on Facebook. She's a teacher, an educator. And she's a jihadi. 
And if she's deportable, uh, I, you know, this is the media is very upset that you see the headlines the last couple of days. Donald Trump, if he's reelected, will create detainment camps and mass deportations. They're trying to paint him as Hitler, of course, while the Democrats are actually waving Hitler into the country all over the place like they waved people into the Capitol on January 6th. Pretty amazing stuff. She shared uh, videos from conspiracy theorists and opinion columns from Arab media and took them as fact, vouching for one video that depicted Jews as killing Palestinians in order to cut out their organs and sell them. You know, those greedy Jews selling organs. Now, the crazy thing is, again, this goes to Victoria Nuland uh, laying out under oath uh, up on Capitol Hill that the Soviets used to accuse you of doing whatever they're doing, right? And uh, the left does that now in the United States as a matter of routine. And, of course, the left cuts out the organs of, of babies, little uh, unborn babies. They abort, what, 63 million of them, 40% of the black population. Uh, but that's okay because you're the racist. And uh, 400 out of every 1,000 African-American pregnancies. And they do harvest the organs. Sometimes they lie about it. Sometimes they don't. And she wrote, Palestinians, which she misspelled, are being killed and their organs are being sold, she, she wrote. Uh, and uh, she teaches in Bethesda, Maryland, which does have a significant Jewish population, as Luke Rosiak points out. Hamas did not start this, she said. They were just the perfect vehicle for Zionists to continue its apartheid. Yeah, on one side of the apartheid, they have prosperity and diversity. You know how they love that word, diversity. On one side, that's the Israeli side, where they have straight people and gay people and non-binary people, because they have some Democrats there too. And they have Arabs and Jews and uh, Westerners and Christians, and and they have, uh, they have the mix of the world. And that's the side that they want to destroy in favor of the dirty, filthy, rotten jihadi side, which you know, hey, a two-state solution. Well, they were given 141 square miles and more than 25 miles of Mediterranean beachfront property. That'd be a state, wouldn't it? But no. So here's the, uh, this is the teacher in Bethesda, Montgomery County, liberal land. She wrote, in American history, enslaved persons were fed a basic diet of pork fat and cornmeal. Someone please tell me how this is any different it's slavery. Well, you're right. The, the Palestinian, many Palestinians are the slaves of Hamas, which is a genocidal death cult. Uh, but she supports the genocidal death cult. You can't be a democracy if you do this to your settler colonies. Settler colonies. Uh-huh. I think we should give Bethesda to the Palestinians. If this was about hostages, Israel would have immediately accepted the ceasefire. Just saying, she said. These are school teachers. My heart breaks for these Muslim and Christian Palestinians. I'm so sorry that this slaughter will one day be in our history books and be seen as another catastrophe caused by colonization on indigenous people, said Con Williams. She could be teaching your children even as we speak. Brainwashing and doctrinating. Your child may become a suicide bomber. We are at 888 630 
Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Uh, yeah, so this Montgomery County teacher posting online... Hamas lighting. She's invented a new word, Hamas lighting. It's like gaslighting if you're a jihadi. And she wrote, a form of gaslighting used to to distract or confuse when a country, specifically Israel, carries out genocide against innocent Palestinians because they didn't do anything wrong. This tactic is commonly used by exclaiming, but Hamas, exclamation mark, in the middle of every conversation. And then she decapitated a first grade student. It was kind of sad. Uh, Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to James calling from Tyson's Corner, Virginia. Jimmy, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Thank you kindly for taking my call, and thank you to the call screener. I'm just going to keep my word. It's just one sentence. Education is politics by different needs. And with that, I'll turn the show back over to you and the rest of the callers and everything else. Thank you very kindly, sir. Thank you, James. That education is politics by different means or by other means. And that goes to the old saying that the Democrats love, that um, politics is war by other means. Right? And LBJ famously took that saying that the Democrats love. Remember, they got us into the American Civil War and, uh, well, you know, then World War I, then World War II, then the Korean War, then the Vietnam War under Democrat leadership. But, but never mind that. Uh, uh, LBJ, who did get us uh, up to our eyeballs into Vietnam, uh, famously said something like, politics isn't war by other means, it's war. And he was talking about, you know, defeating his next-door neighbors. Um, then he tortured that little beagle dog, picking it up by its ears and, uh, crazy time we're in. Big, big rally on the mall today. Uh, the Democrat Party has joined the jihad. Wait till you hear what MSDNC did this morning. Uh, so they have this jihadi um, teaching. I'm making quotation marks with my fingers. In the Montgomery County school system where rich white kids and Jewish kids go to theoretically nice schools because their parents worked real hard and moved to good neighborhoods with big houses and tree-lined streets so they could send their kids to good schools. But the Democrats uh, filled the schools with DEI teachers who are uh, really jihadis, and they hate the Jews, and they teach hatred of the Jews. Now, if Sabrina Khan williams goes down to the rally today, they should assign a police detail to her. And stay real close, because she's obviously a threat to public safety. This is uh, a school teacher in Washington, D.C., well, in Bethesda, just outside of Washington, D.C. And it's absolutely appalling. And the Washington Post doesn't have the story because they're not a legitimate newspaper. But the Daily Wire 
and Luke Rosiak have the story on this treacherous, dangerous teacher. You know, they, uh, but they, they, uh, the left loves to use all kinds of sayings about what is violence and what is not. And this is obviously a genocidal anti-Semite and a Muslim woman. I like to say Muslima. Can I say Muslima? I think Muslima. That's pretty amazing stuff, isn't it? Now, uh, we have Democrat members of Congress talking this crazy stuff because they're not on the side of civilization. The, uh, the left. Uh, in fact, before we get to MSDNC, let's go to these Democrat members of Congress who are, in effect, jihadis from where I sit. This is my humble opinion. Jamal Bowman, his name is Jamal, is the uh, fire alarm puller. He's the guy who loves to pull fire alarms and then lie about it because he's a liar. He likes lying almost as much as he likes pulling fire alarms to prevent votes from taking place in the House of Representatives because he's a radical and he's perfectly in the mainstream of the Democrat Party. His name is Jamal Bowman. And what did he say about, uh, he's the fire-laying gangster, that uh, those darn Jewish people and Israel, totally different things. Jamal says they're totally different things. The Israeli government does not represent Judaism or Jewish values. (laughs) Woo! They cheer that. It does not. uh, Israel doesn't represent Jewish people. Um, Bethesda doesn't represent Jewish people. New York doesn't represent Jewish people. The uh, Democrat Party has gone completely mad. Now, I've been pointing this out for some time, but um, Jamal Bowman, is uh, he started with, with that. Israel, Jews, nothing to do with each other. Come on. The, the daylight like this, the gulf between Israel and Jewish people, wake up. Forget about it. Besides, the Jews are killing Palestinians to harvest their organs and sell them, just like the Democrats. The Democrats just use little, tiny, helpless babies, though. That is, uh, that's Jamal Bowman. And when you're a Democrat, that's all fine. Because, you know, the Washington Post isn't keeping an eye on what you say or anything like that. Fear not. Jamal Bowman. Rashida Tlaib is a jihadi and a Democrat in good standing with the Democrat Party. She is uh, an anti-Semite, as every school child knows. And uh, Jamal, Jamal, what is it, Jamal? Is that like an Irish, uh, what is that? And uh, Rashida Tlaib, she's very excited to be the only elected Palestinian-American, the second part is dubious, uh, in the U.S. House of Representatives. And Rashida Tlaib, she is uh, demanding that the Jews stop going after the terrorist organization, which is a genocidal death cult called Hamas, living next door to Palestinian Islamic Jihad in cahoots with Hezbollah in the north. Uh, directed, funded, trained, armed by Iran and the Islamic Revolution in Tehran. But never mind any of that. Rashida Tlaib. President Biden, I hope you're listening. I'm consistent in telling this over and over again. She's consistent. You must listen to the voices of the majority of Americans. The majority. Who are calling for a ceasefire now. Um, you know, what was the uh, the quote I, led, I read last week? That the role of the media in the United States of America is to convince the public that the views of 10% of the population are actually the views of 80% of the population. 
And that's they do that by excluding stories and not reporting on like the Democrat crime wave across the country and the opioid epidemic across the country. You know, 107,000 fatal drug overdoses in one year in the United States of America. Pay no attention to that. And Biden must listen. She's been consistent in being a jihadi because. And uh, then Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is no more than a useful idiot, and she is out there parroting the same line because we must stop the destruction of Hamas. Now, keep in mind that Hamas continues to fire missiles and rockets into Israel every day. There are probably missiles and or rockets in the air out of the Gaza right now headed toward only exclusively civilians in Israel with uh, the hope of killing some innocent Israeli civilians. They uh, target schools. Also, you see this hospital phony thing that the media is uh, pressing. And yesterday they revealed like that a major Hamas headquarter was built beneath the hospital, which you've been told for years. We've all been told this for years. Now we've arrived at the scene of the crime. Big headquarters underneath the hospital. Israelis go there to evacuate people from the hospital. Israelis with millions of phone calls and millions of texts instructing people to get out of that building because it's going to be blown up because there's the he- headquarters beneath it because that's where Hamas puts their headquarters because they want hospitals blown up so that the New York Times can lie on behalf of the, the jihadis. It's an amazing thing. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez was in a much better place when she was uh, tending bar. Ceasefire means there is no military solution, only a diplomatic and cultural solution. That's a lie. Two lies. A relational solution. Relational. A reckoning with ourselves and our history. They're reckoning again. That is what ceasefire now means. That's what ceasefire now means. Reckoning. Which one said reckoning earlier? Another one said reckoning earlier as well. Um, there's a, a reckoning. It was the soundbite we opened the hour with. Uh, thing. Reckon, they love that word reckoning. I've made fun of that before. The newspaper headlines are filled with the word reckoning. It's always a reckoning. For something that happened centuries ago, usually, uh, or didn't happen centuries ago, as the case may be. Our Democrat Party, aren't they amazing? AOC, it's the only way uh, is just for Israel to stop defending itself, allow the terrorists to regroup and get back to their genocidal mission. Ceasefire is not just an option. It is our only way out of this. It is. Yes. And you got a bunch of zombies. The zombie apocalypse is here. This is pretty extraordinary. And it's the Democrat Party. The Democratic Party isn't. Friendly fire isn't. Now, we've got some MSDNC for you from this morning. Because these people are really unwell. They're very, very unwell. And they have this mostly illiterate columnist, a lefty, Mike Barnacle. uh, And uh, he's been typing on behalf of the Democrat Party since the 1960s, quite literally. Um, And he was in the movie, the Robert Redford movie, The Candidate, which I think was 1968. It was a long time ago. But uh, God, you know, bless his heart. He, uh, Mike Barnacle was on the television this morning on Morning Joke, which is not a journalistic show. It's not a fact-based show. It's not a reality-based show. It's a fictional show. They should be up for, like, Emmys for best drama or something. But here's Mike Barnacle this morning 
they believe that the bad guys here are, and, and it's kind of amazing that Donald Trump has been dragged into this. Donald Trump, who had three, oversaw, presided over with his son-in-law, three peace agreements in the Middle East between Israel and Arab countries and was on his way to creating, well, normalizing relations between Saudi Arabia and Israel. And uh, Israel so admires President Trump for all of his efforts that they actually named a, a village after Donald Trump in Israel. Donald Trump moved the American embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, which American presidents have been too cowardly to do for generations now. And somehow Donald Trump, and and there was no war in the Middle East when Donald Trump was president. There were peace deals breaking out all over the place. And Benjamin Netanyahu, former Israeli commando, who was uh, prime minister, is he's the villain of this story. He's the tyrant because the poor innocent jihadis are the victims of colonialism and imperialism. And somehow Donald Trump, now Barnacle has always had a brain the size of a walnut, and that might be generous. But this morning, he demonstrated that fact once again. Very few of us and very few in the media really pay enough attention to the weight that this president carries each and every day. Right now, he is carrying two twin towers of tyranny. One in Donald Trump here domestically, the other Bibi Netanyahu in Israel, who is perhaps the biggest obstacle to a two-say solution that exists today. Um. Poor Joe Biden, the weight he carries on his hunched back. That is extraordinary. And the two-state solution. Well, uh, Hamas, the so-called Palestinians, had a state that was, uh, and it continues to be, 141 square miles with more than 25 miles of Mediterranean seafront property. It should be paradise. But instead, they turn it into a murder pit. And, you know, you know, like mosh pits? It's kind of like a mosh pit, but... uh, drenched in blood, blood in the streets, it's up to my ankles. And and the twin towers of tyranny, a lot of alliteration from anxious anchors, uh, and, and Mike Barnacle, and the twin towers of tyranny are Donald Trump, who's running for president, and, and I don't think there was any tyranny was he when he was president, was the FBI being used against his political enemies, his political adversaries, was his FBI hunting people down all over the country for setting foot on Capitol grounds or maybe uh, attacking the White House for several days and forcing the Secret Service to evacuate the president and the first family down to the nuclear bunker be, for the first time in history because of a mob outside of the White House, well, since the War of 1812 anyway. But the Democrats, while they were uh, setting fire to the Church of the Presidents across from the White House, St. John's, attaching, attacking the Reagan Institute, Uh, There are still buildings in Washington boarded up from the Democrat Party's violence. On Inauguration Day, they were burning cars and smashing storefronts out. When when, when, uh, when Donald Trump was inaugurated, they were doing that. And and poor Joe Biden, the weight he carries, and he's holding his hands up like an idiot, like he's got twin towers. Twin towers of tyranny. And, And Benjamin Netanyahu is the tyrant. That's pretty amazing. And Donald Trump, these the weight that poor Joe Biden must carry. And the two-state solution. Well, they were given a state of 141 square miles and lots of waterfront, and they elected their own government, and it's a terrorist organization that never held another election. And then the left points at that and say, yeah, but they only had one election. That's because they elected a suicidal, 
genocidal death cult called Hamas, which is a jihadi group. And, I, you know, how many decades does it take for these people to learn what jihad is all about? But there it is. If you watch MSNBC and you get your news from them, you might believe this stuff, in which case you would be incredibly stupid and ignorant and misinformed. And this is disinformation and or misinformation and should be pulled from all social media. And uh, all uh, uh, copies of this video should be found and destroyed and put into a burn pit somewhere. This is because this is misinformation and disinformation. And I've spoken to American liberals who actually believe this stuff. Yeah, yeah, Trump, yeah, real bad. Netanyahu, yeah, he's the problem. And and then the teacher in Bethesda, yeah, there was no paragliding into, there. there's videos, the Hamas people posted their own videos of this. Now, I've been saying all along, Israel's made a gigantic mistake, not just releasing all the gruesome and gory videos and pictures, which should have been done immediately, uh, because these left-wing conspiracy theorists, uh, theory lunatics, these theorists are out there spreading, like this teacher in Bethesda. Well, that never happened. There was no attack on a concert. Yeah. Well, we'd interview people from the concert, but they're all dead. Well, except for the ones that have been captured and are being raped all day, but pay no attention to that. You're a Democrat party. Mike Barnacle, MSDNC, this morning so that you didn't have to watch. So the president has that on his plate. He's got a meeting tomorrow with uh, President Xi, Premier Xi in, in San Francisco. Grovel. He's got that on his plate. But he has every hour of every day uh-huh. something that comes across his desk. He's the president. None of us can comprehend the weight of the presidency. Uh, wasn't that true of Donald Trump as well, who was creating peace deals all over the Middle East and there was no war in Europe and there was no war in the Middle East and... China wasn't on the brink of invading Taiwan and uh, uh, creating peace deals everywhere. Mike Barnacle. Every country in the world looks to the United States for help, Used for to. solutions, for just almost anything you can think of. Transgender? Every single day. Every you read every newspaper day. in the country. Every single read day. Every newspaper in the country about President Biden. Within the first two paragraphs, they'll point out he's in his 80s. No kidding. Mm-hmm. He knows how old he is. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Someone 45 years of age couldn't do what he does yeah. every day. This is like the Soviet Union. This is, this is not journalism. This is not a legitimate media. This is a demented propaganda arm of the Democrat Party that's propping up this brain-damaged sock puppet that lives in the White House. He's going to meet with Xi Jinping, and Xi Jinping's going to roll over him like he's a school child. And uh, she is Hamas, who, if you go to Montgomery County Schools, well, none of this ever happened. But I'm not done yet because Joe Scarborough was about to weigh in. And is, is he worse, do you think? Is he dumber? Is he more dishonest? Is he more corrupt? You got to stick around for Mo Yarbrough. Joe Scarborough, he's, uh, he's even worse. I have a correction I'd like to offer uh, The disgraced former journalist Mike Barnacle was in the movie The Candidate, Robert Redford movie. That was 1972, not 1968, so I wanted to correct that. But he's a well-known plagiarist and fraudster as a journalist, which is why NBC News hired him to be one of their people. Speaking of their people, let's go to Joe Scarborough, who is a disreputable, disgraced former member of Congress 
Um, and he's got a lot of questions to answer, but he doesn't answer them. Joe Scarborough, um, poor Joe Biden. Boy, he's doing such a miraculous job. There were no wars in Europe or the Middle East when he became president, when Trump was president. But, but now, because there are, he's great. Joe Biden is deeply involved in Israel and in the Middle East. <laughs> and he's trying to stop that war sure. from growing How? faster every day. Where? So that's, that's a full-time job. What's he doing? We learned last week how involved he is in making sure that Ukraine doesn't go sideways. Really? He's completely occupied with that as I, well. I didn't learn that. I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm not aware of anything he's doing except funding both sides of it by uh, shorting the oil markets to help Russia and sending tens and tens of billions of American taxpayer dollars that we don't have uh, to fund the Ukraine side. Joe Scarborough. He's also, of course, meeting with President Xi because he's kind of having to worry too much right now about the possibility of China listening. President Xi listening to people like Tommy Tuberville. What? And President Xi listening to other Republicans and thinking that now is the time to go into Taiwan. So when China invades Taiwan, it's going to be Senator Tommy, Tommy Tuberville's fault for some inexplicable Soviet-style reason. These people are closer to Xi Jinping on the political spectrum than they are to Donald Trump. Uh, Joe um, Rabbit Hole. So Joe Biden is right now trying to stop three regional wars, He's, uh, which really? all can be connected from China to Russia to Iran to Hamas to Hezbollah. And suddenly we are in the middle of World War Three. And that makes him a really great president because all this is happening on his watch because of his weakness, because you have peace through strength and you have war and chaos through weakness. And we've never had such a weak president of the United States I would suggest ever in the history of the country. Jimmy Carter was George Patton compared to this guy. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.